You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We're the third major island on in New Zealand, the one right at the bottom. Welcome to Stewart Island in New Zealand. I'm Jim Metzner, and this is The Pulse of the Planet. Peter Tate, a former forest ranger and fisherman, has been a long-time Stewart Island resident and nature guide. Stewart Island's got a something of a mystique in the country. I'm not quite sure why. It's just a, we're only 20 miles off the mainland, so we're not that remote. But it's always been seen as a wee bit of a special place. We've got a very small population, about 400 people live here. It's a big island, it's 440,000 acres. We all live within 28 kilometres, so we're, we're quite a compact little community. On Stewart Island and nearby Ulva Island, it's possible to experience birds close up. Ulva Island's about 600 acres. Uh, most of it is national park. It's as close to pristine as any place in New Zealand you'll ever be allowed into. And by pristine, I don't mean the robins come to meet us and there's a few parakeets around. By pristine, I mean the way New Zealand was before people came here. It's as close as you can get to it. That up there is a parakeet. Yeah. There's also yellowhead mohua calling here. That's a parakeet. Yellowhead. Parakeet. Kaka. Yellowhead. Originally, New Zealand was relatively predator-free. New Zealand is a funny country. We broke away from Gondwana land something like 85 million years ago. What's the name? What name? Gondwana land. Gondwana land. It's the great southern continent. Mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand, South America, mm-hmm. Antarctica, all part of Gondwana land. We separated into four different areas now that we have. We separated about, I understand, about 85 million years ago, and we brought with us none of the precursors of mammals, or if we did, we didn't retain them. So we're a country of birds. We, we do have three land mammals, three species of bats. So we're a country of birds, and we actually don't have a great deal of variety in our bird life either. Because of the lack of predators, there were a number of flightless birds in New Zealand, including the legendary moa. 
The mower was a big bird. The biggest could browse up to three meters off the ground, up to nine feet off the ground, sort of like ostriches. They were found right through New Zealand, probably not Stewart Island, although there has been bones found here, uh, but they were found right through New Zealand. And you can imagine when Maori arrived from the Pacific, here was these whacking great lumps of protein wandering around that were relatively easy to kill because they had no sense of fear of... They didn't know what mammals were, and mammals were completely outside of their experience and probably were pretty much ignored. The moa was hunted to extinction by the Maori, who first arrived in New Zealand about 950 years ago. They brought rats with them on their canoes, and when European settlers arrived in the 1600s, they brought more mammals to the islands, many of which preyed on local birds. When Europeans arrived, they brought two more species of rats. They also uh, bought cats with them, domestic cats. They bought dogs. They bought all the normal livestock. Also deer, rabbits, stoats, weasels. We've had huge damage done in our forest by browsing, grazing animals, quite apart from the damage done to bird life by predators. So on Stewart and all the islands and elsewhere, New Zealand began a process of eradication of predatory species. One pregnant rat in theoretically ideal conditions in 12 months can have between 13 and 17,000 descendants. And in six to eight years, that island would have been completely wiped of those bird species that we put over there. So we've had to learn how to deal to them, and poisons, quite frankly, are the only way. Department of Conservation, as a government department, charged with protecting our wildlife and our backcountry areas, and they have developed the systems that has actually been exported all over the world. Now, after the rats and other predators have been mostly eliminated on Stewart and Ulva Islands, bird populations have begun to be restored. New Zealand's most iconic bird, the kiwi, is still a threatened species. They're a large bird, about the size of a turkey, and flightless. Have a look at a kiwi. The leg bones are solid. So they're not hollow leg bones, they're solid leg bones. There is no muscle across the breast at all, so no, no muscle for flights. They do have little, almost like little claws in place of the wings, so if you fossick through the feathers you'll find these tiny little claw-like appendages. And the rib cage of a kiwi is so weak that if you do to it, you've just killed your kiwi. The kiwis mate for life. The pair will control a personal territory of anything up to 50 acres. They don't feed together as a pair, they'll separate, but they do communicate. And their call is designed, I think, to travel through forest. It's a high screaming call. So here's a male kiwi. Although it's rare to see a kiwi or hear its call, what you will hear on Stewart and Olva Islands are tuis, kakas, bellbirds, parakeets, and the other species of birds that make the New Zealand soundscape so extraordinary.
thanks to nature guide Peter Tate. From Stewart Island, New Zealand, I'm Jim Metzner, and this is The Pulse of the Planet.